and welcome to Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Master Craig. Hello, everybody. How you doing today? Hope you're having a good day and a good week. If you're joining us for the first time, I am Senior Master Craig Greca. I'm a six-degree black belt in the Universal Martial Art, a fifth-degree master in the Choi Kwon Do Martial Art, and currently a brown belt in the Kung Fu, as well as training for over two years in the Kabuto Weapons. And we're here today to discuss the teachings and trainings of the Karate Kid universe, including the Cobra Kai Netflix series. Now, today, our example is brought to you by the Karate Kid Part 4. In the Karate Kid Part 4, Julie Pierce is babysitting to earn some extra money so she can go to the mall. And uh, Mr. Miyagi brings over some uh, balls and toys for the three boys that she's looking after to throw at her, okay? And uh, in the movie, she jokes and she says, these kids don't need more toys, they need a straight jacket, child-sized straight jackets, because they were kind of uh, uh, throwing stuff at her the whole time and uh, they were really hard to babysit. So Mr. Miyagi was, uh, in his own way, was helping her uh, to learn. And uh, one of the things that she was learning is she was, uh, he was teaching her how to duck, how to shift her weight, how to jump and get out of the way. It also helped her as well because she learned to be offensive and earn the respect of the boys that she was uh, babysitting, thus making her babysitting job a lot easier. Now, before we start discussing our topic today, uh, we currently have a summer camp with us today. We're shooting the movie The Warrior's Kingdom. It'll be on YouTube soon, and it will be under the Greca Martial Art Academy. And I wanted to take a moment to introduce some, some of our uh, cast members today that are part of our summer camp. So without further ado, let's have you guys come on up. Okay, so this first is Luca. Hello. And then next we have Idar. What's up? Okay. Then we have Kaiden. Hello. And then we have Kira. Hi. That's Kira. Okay, now this is Jasmine. Hello. And then this is Max. Hello. Then uh, this is my son, Xander. Greetings. And then this is uh, um, Zach, the Lego maniac. <laughs> and this is Declan. Greetings. And then here's Chloe. Hi. And then this is my daughter, Gabrielle. Hello. And then uh, also, too, we have Miss Heather helping us out this week. Hello, hello. And that's all of our summer camp kids. So today's topic is dodgeball. Now a little uh, personal history on this. Um, Master Duncan, who is my instructor, started a game called Dodge Mitt back in the early years of our training and teaching, uh, when we first started teaching kids in our classes. Um, it was a fun game because we could, uh, you know, it's kind of like dodgeball. You kick the uh, focus mitts and then you try to hit the kids' uh, feet to get them out. And the instructors used to be the primary kickers for these. Eventually, we um, upgraded the game, and we'd, we'd uh, have uh, kids be instructors for the day, and they would uh, kick the focus mitts as well. And it uh, was pretty, uh, pretty smooth. Um, however, when we acquired this new type of flooring um, that we have today, um, I switched to dodge ball, and mostly because of the foot injuries that uh, some of the kids had uh, because on this floor when you when you hit it without getting your toes back 
sometimes it can stick a little bit and cause your uh, your uh, toes uh, to get jammed um, or to uh, other other foot injuries. And uh, you know, uh, in general, when you watch kids uh, do martial arts, they have a hard time pulling back their toes on front kicks already. Anyways, it feels like something I have to constantly say in class. So um, it wasn't good because of that. You know, so. Uh, we stopped doing that. We started playing dodgeball. Now, uh, there is a little bit of work in setting up your dodgeball. First, you have to create a dodgeball arena. In our studio here, we have a nice space uh, where we uh, play dodgeball at. Then we also put up walls using the mats so that we can uh, separate the uh, studio out um, between the fly zone and the no-fly zone so that people can uh, make it to the... Um, change rooms for the next class or to the bathrooms if they're a parent and the parents can actually avoid getting hit. Um, next thing you have to do is you have to buy dodgeballs. Okay, now uh, you have to make sure you get the correct dodgeball for your for your studio because we don't use the standard rubber balls because they hurt too much. Okay, and we don't have a gymnasium. So um, we use foam balls here and they, I use a specific kind of foam ball uh, because they fly good, they don't hurt when you get hit, um, and um, uh, people, it's kind of, it's very safe. Um, now, I, I, I experimented one time and got some dodgeballs that were foam, like the same foam that I used, but they had like a plastic, like a rubber coating around them, and uh, they flew way too fast. For some reason, that uh, extra coating made them fly faster, and they were hitting the... Uh, studio walls pretty hard and uh, a couple of parents got hurt too uh, with the uh, the balls driv drilling at them while they're sitting in the uh, in the um, lobby area and that was mostly in my uh, brother's studio uh, when we did that I have never done it here because I kind of learned my lesson from there now when you play dodgeball um, we play a no catch rule okay because the foam balls are too easy to catch. You can actually take one to the face and still catch it. So um, we do the catch rule once in a while just for fun, just for something different. But most of the time, it's all about uh, dodging and jumping and getting out of the way. Now, um, we also play some fun variations with the dodgeballs in class. Um, a couple of variations that we do is... Um, we play capture the flag dodgeball. That's a lot of fun. Uh, we also do accuracy dodgeball where they have to knock down pins in the back in order to uh, get people back. Um, we also play um, all kinds of other versions like uh, secret door where they can go to the other side and there's kind of a no man's land area kind of like capture the flag. Um, but there's lots of different variations that we play. We have a game called black hole dodgeball where they have to um, stay out of the black hole on the mat because the mats are sh uh, shaped in a certain way. Uh, and it's kind of a nice space, um, you know, analogy. So, um, Also, too, one of the things that you do after your game is uh, for a work task is you have to put all the balls uh, back away in all the bins and then put all the mats away as well. Uh, so that's an important part of the dodgeball game. Um, also, too, because the... Um, we notice some of the little kids have a hard time gripping the ball sometimes, so sometimes they sink their fingers into them a little bit. Um, sometimes it makes little um, uh, dust bunnies uh, from ball residue, and we have to vacuum and clean those a lot. So 
it's one of the uh, it's a small price to pay for having fun in class. Now, um, that's the kind of the work in setting up your dodgeball. Okay, the actual martial art practice for dodgeball is the following. Now we already said that um, there's a no catch rule. Okay, we do that on purpose because we're trying to teach um, our students how learning escaping a conflict. So in order to escape a conflict, sometimes you have to shift your head or dodge your head or duck or you have to jump. Okay, so you have to learn how to escape a, a conflict. We do that in, the, uh, in a lot of the defense drills in class. Um, we also call it uh, best block, no be there. Okay, so when you're not there, um, that's the best block um, for everything. But we do teach everybody how to block using um, dodgeball game. So we have this, we have this um, kind of um, uh, strategy for most people. We say, never throw your last ball. Never throw your last ball. Always keep a ball on, the fr on your front hand so that you can block anything that comes after you. Okay, so you can do an outward block, you can do an inward block, or you can do a low block. Okay to try and block. So you can block your whole body by keeping yourself sideways and doing your blocks just like you do in martial art class. Um, so in order to throw another one, you'd have to uh, pick up a second one before you can throw it again. Okay, so uh, we, we have a joke that says that you're a sitting duck if you throw all of your ammo. Okay, so if you throw both your ball balls that you have in your hand, uh, then you have nothing left to protect yourself except for the uh, dodging. Okay. Uh, by the way, my son does that on purpose in class. He's really good at dodging um, without getting hit when he has no ball in his hand. So he's, he's one of the exceptions to the rule because he has a really good uh, dodging capabilities. Now, um, we talked about jumping and ducking. Okay, That's very important to dodgeball uh, because a lot of the shots come at your feet. People's blocking skills become very good, and when their blocking skills are so good, they really have a hard time getting people out unless you aim for like the foot or the shin. Okay, so a lot of the, a lot of the uh, better players aim for that area. In fact, uh, most kids are pretty good at blocking and they have that kind of guard up and, and, and the balls in, your, in their hand kind of thing and they can make the circular block. Sometimes they're so good at that angle that I, t I tell them that if you hit, try to hit an advanced student, from the waist and above, you're probably not going to get them out, okay? And, and most of the time they don't. Once in a while, they'll get lucky with a stomach shot or a um, shoulder shot because they didn't get the ball up far enough to block. But most of the time, um, if you aim for that area, you're going to be, um, you're not going to do very well, okay? Now, um, one of the uh, rules that we have in class is we don't have a uh, ricochet rule, okay? So for the dodgeball, um, if it bounces off the floor, it doesn't count. It has to be a direct shot, okay? So there's no uh, playing pool, so to speak, uh, in this game. You can't bounce it off a wall or bounce it off the mats or bounce it off somebody else. It has to be a direct shot, a direct shot that goes from uh, your hand to them, okay? So if you hit them in the big toe, if you hit them in the hand, if you hit them in the elbow or in the face, we also, by the way, this is one of the funny things we do. Um, people don't understand why I say that for. Now, I got it from a movie. It's actually, it's ob obviously a joke. Um, I got from um, uh, Coming to America. Okay, so for Coming to America, 
uh, when um, uh, his, uh, I think it's Eddie Murphy's character stands up and goes, in the face! Um, we kind of adopted that um, as Grecas, and we use that uh, we use that in volleyball a lot when you get one spiked on you, and we're like, in the face! You know, some people use that uh, anyways to say, in your face, kind of thing. But um, one of the biggest reasons why I use it in class, nobody likes getting hit in the face. It's kind of like a startle, like, a, you know, like, oh, I got hit in the face, and sometimes it hurts, sometimes you get dust in your eye. So sometimes I feel like if we call out, just call it out and say, hey, in the face, you know, then, um, you know, the kids don't feel so bad about it. You know, like, you know, like, you know, ha, 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 I got in the face. Uh, you know, so it's like they laugh it off more um, you know, instead of getting, like, you know, kind of sad about it. And sometimes people do get hit right in the one eye and it hurts a little bit. So you got to go take a break, whatever. But um, most of the time um, it kind of helps them, helps them to laugh it off, you know, like, like, oh, I got hit in the face, you know, kind of thing, you know. It's, it's kind of funny on both both parties. So, um, anyways, um, back to our martial art practice. One of the things that uh, dodgeball teaches you is it teaches you how to strike first. Okay, I've seen teams before, and I can predict usually if I watch a team play inside the studio, the team that leans forward and the team that's more aggressive and the team that's a more offensive tends to be the team that wins every single time. Okay, so striking first. The best off, the best defense is a good offense. Okay, because I've seen games before where um, they had a really, really, really good defense, and the game lasted for a while, but um, you know they eventually lost. And I told them, I said, though, in martial arts, you can block, you can have, be a good blocker, and you can block forever, but if the guy keeps on attacking you, eventually he's going to sneak one in. Okay, so you have to learn to attack back. Okay, you got to learn to not just block but strike first, okay? Now, um, one thing that the younger kids do in the game is um, they um, throw all the balls over to the other side and they don't, they're not fully aiming to get people out. And I, I tell them, I said, do not waste your shot, okay? So, so the, the better people do not waste their shot. Um, they hit on the mark every single time. They almost get a person out every single time they hit kind of like that sweet zone, okay? And that's kind of a metaphor for the martial art as well. When you're taking a punch, for example, you're trying to do all the components of the form and you're trying to launch the, um, the, uh, the punch to be right in front of your face or right on the target area that you uh, plan on doing. Um, and I, I tell people, I said, I don't want you to take eight counts to eventually get one in the sweet zone. Okay? I want you to be like a basketball player or a dodgeball player, and I want you to try and hit it right where you want it to go. So right into the hoop for basketball, and also for dodgeball, I want it to be, you know, I want you to, to be effective to uh, go right for the legs, right for the knees, right for the hips, right for the arm, elbow, or shoulder, and you get someone out. Okay? So that's very important. Now, um, don't waste your shot. Okay? Now, um, Dodgeball is a big part of our studio down here. Uh, we have a lot of fun playing it. Um, you can learn a lot from dodgeball. Okay, it's actually a pretty good, pretty good workout. Some of our adults have said that uh, all that running around and, 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 uh, and picking up uh, the uh, spherical objects and throwing them at people, um, it really, it's really good, um, good exercise. Okay, it's good exercise. Like 10 minutes or 15 minutes of, of, of running around exercise, and they, they sweat like crazy. They get a good workout, and then uh, we tone it up after class. Um, so, 
a couple things real quick. Um, remember that um, we're here, our podcast is here, and uh, our main concept here is in order to fully learn any kind of martial art, you have to unlearn your misconceptions about what constitutes training, okay? Just like dodgeball. You wouldn't think that dodgeball would be a way to teach martial arts, but it is. It does work, okay? Um, also, too, today's secret word or phrase, okay? And I, best, I bet you some of you guys could guess uh, what, I was gonna, what I'm going to say and where I got it from, okay? So today's secret phrase is dodge, duck, dip dive and dodge okay so that again is dodge duck dip dive and dodge okay so for those people that uh guess correctly yes that's from the dodgeball movie and that's what they were saying in the uh the uh, five principles of dodgeball okay and uh it's always funny to uh bring that up again because that's a funny movie okay remember that we're here every week learning martial arts through everyday work thus creating life around you, increased productivity, and a better world. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of your week. This, this is, is Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Master Craig. Take care, everybody. Have a great day. Bye.